Hey! <laughs> guess who's back? Guess who's back? Yeah, we guess right. Hi, on Ajumoke, on Afimio. I am back. JT's Light and Life is back. This is season two of this uh, awesome podcast. Yeah, you've got to agree with me. Awesome podcast. Yes, we are back and it's going to get better, obviously. It's really, really going to get better. Whew. So amazing. So amazing. I am indeed psyched. Yay! Very, very psyched that I am back here. And this season is tagged the Identity Series. We're going to be learning so much about who we are in Christ, who God has called us to be, who God has labeled us as, the characteristics that he has put in us, the enablements that we have, our makeup, what we comprise of, who are we, what is our identity, that is what we're going to be figuring out in this season of JT's Light and Life. Uh, pretty much, I remember that in season one, we talked about love. We looked into different dimensions of love. I am very sure that we did not cover all of it, but we touched most parts. We talked about the love of God. <sighs> and now he reaches out to us and how we are at the center of his love. We are recipients of his love. And I'm sure that you will agree with me that it was an awesome time. It was an awesome time listening. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And this season is going to be much, much better. Like I said before, you should be psyched. You should be psyched. It's a pity that I can't hear you guys. But I'm sure that you will be psyched listening to this. Yes, I got some very awesome responses when I put up the flyer for uh, resumption, so to say. So yes, the identity series, the identity series. We're going to be learning much about who we are. And for today's first episode, we're going to look into something that most of us like to talk about. Most of us have to express with other people that most of us like to doubt about ourselves most times. All right. Let's get into today's business. God's forgiveness is limitless. His long-suffering is continuous. It is non-stoppable. It's boundless. It is without borders. It's endless. God's forgiveness is inexhaustible. His love for us, it's incomprehensible. It is vast. It's immeasurable. It is immense. It's perpetual. God's forgiveness is everlasting. His patience goes beyond our understanding. That short poem is from Deborah and Belka and it gives us a tip about what today's topic is going to be about i'd be sharing about our identity and one thing that we should know about ourselves is that we are forgiven i am forgiven you are forgiven funny how i saw it post today was talking about how when we want to engage god in prayer and how 
all of the memories of our wrong begin to flush into our minds and remember what we did years back last week five years ago three months ago and we, we just begin to feel all the guilt afresh and what the lady who put up the post told us to do is to banish the thoughts we are forgiven god has forgiven us god has forgiven me god has forgiven you we just need to come to that place where we realize this truth and hold on to it allow it seat in our hearts god has forgiven us god has forgiven us i'd be sharing a bible passage with us and it is the book of psalms chapter 32 from verse 1 Psalm 32 from verse 1. We'll be reading verse 2 also. Blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven, whose sin is covered. Verse 2 says, Blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputed not iniquity, and in whose spirit there is no guile. This is refreshing to the soul, to the mind. It tells us about how God has forgiven us. This is David seeing into the future, seeing into now, seeing that man upon whom God will not impute sin. That is, God will not be keeping a record of us, of of that man that David was seeing. God is not keeping a record of wrong. Psalm um, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 when he was listing the attributes of love says love keeps no record of wrong and remember how we talked about love in the first season how god is not angry at us most times when we think god is angry at us we think that god is angry at the fact that we have sinned i remember establishing that so much that god is not angry at us is angry at this sin which tends to stand in the way of our growth and our father is very interested in our growth just like parents who give birth to their children and they expect them to crawl and walk at expected times so david is telling us he's helping us reinstate our identity helping us understand who we are david is helping us see helping us acknowledge that we are forgiven blessed is that man blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven blessed is me you whose transgression is forgiven blessed is the man unto whom the lord imputed not iniquity and in whose spirit there is no guile that is god looks at you and does not see your wrong remember the post that i referred to uh, in the first part like when i was talking earlier on like when those thoughts begin to come you have to kick them out you have to find this word to comfort yourself you have to hold on to this word to help you be in your reality to help you live your reality that you are forgiven i like ephesians chapter one i think it's from verse four that talks about how from the foundations of the word god has declared us holy and without blame right god knows what he was doing he knows that he would one day forgive sins he knows that he will not hold your sins against you you know how we established from the first season that 
the fact that we are aware of this is not a license to go out to keep sinning no our mentality has changed it is no longer about sin it's about fellowship with our father so being aware of this truth being aware of our identity being aware that you are forgiven actually fosters your relationship with God I remember mentioning also I'll be doing a lot of references to season one mentioning that if you are aware that you are not angry at that someone is not angry at you you will approach them with a free mind you approach them without restriction you know that they are not mad at you so you cannot you cannot be fearful so knowing that you are forgiven knowing that your father has forgiven you causes you to approach your father without restriction with access that access that jesus has given when he died on the cross that access that jesus jesus sacrifice on the cross made available for you is 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 seen clearly because you know that you are forgiven you are forgiven the forgiveness of god is also emphasized in ephesians chapter 1 verse 7 to 8 we might not be able to go deep into the scriptures but know for for sure that you are forgiven you are the father's beloved and him who he loves is not angry at yes he will chastise but he's not angry at you so sit back take a final look at all of those things that pop up your mind when you want to pray or let's say someone is talking about righteousness now and all of those things that you've done begins to come up in your head begin to and i know the mind is very good at keeping some very very not so good details so they begin to pop up in your head take a look at them for the last time and tell yourself that you are forgiven and trust me they begin to disappear you might remember them on some days ah there's time i did this but there is no guilt there's no restriction when you have to pray see that is one of the what that is one of satan's tactics to just like get at you he knows that when you pray you commute your father when you pray like there's a transfer of blessings so he's trying to stand in the way and restrict those blessings from getting to you so if you know who you are you will not you will not you will not mistake the things that ought not to be like they should be if you know who you are if you know that you are forgiven whenever those thoughts begin to come into your mind you do not fret you do not begin to say god i thought i have have asked for mercy or begin to make some very ridiculous bargains with god that okay god i know i've seen but just do this for me if you do this for me or maybe just do half of this for me for now because you you urgently need god to do something for you then begin to make a bargain with god you'd be like okay and do this one for me but don't do this one i know i'm a sinner don't worry just do half of it for me you are not a sinner the bible calls you holy and without blame you are holy and without blame as you walk on the road as those images begin to flash before your eyes oh used to be like that once before and then you feel this remorse coming up you begin to feel bad oh i used to be like this oh maybe this is why god has not even answered this is this is the time when you need to begin to deal with those thoughts you are forgiven blessed is he whose transgression is forgiven and you know i I think that we we, we feel like god is man 
I believe that that's another contradictory conclusion that we make that God is man. You know, sometimes even after our parents, after probably they woke us up in the middle of the night, talk some sense into our head, and we are actually sincerely remorseful, ask for pardon, and tell them that we will not will not be like that again that will not get involved in those wrongs that he corrected us of our parents or girls probably tell us that okay pray for us say a word of prayer and let's say two months later we do something bad again and they revisit our sins they tell us oh you know that is what you did two months ago and now if i talk and all of those things like they reprimand you but they bring out a file that they've archived somewhere about your wrong you feel bad you think they've forgiven you they have forgiven you but sometimes just to should i say spite us or just to reprimand us they they, they bring out those files from the archives where they've kept it and they tell you you did this last month you've done it again you understand the point I'm trying to make but God is not like that he clears the record he doesn't keep any he doesn't he doesn't duplicate those files elsewhere okay maybe you check this cupboard it's not there you check the shelf it's not there he doesn't keep it anywhere else to him it does not exist Bible says if we confess our sins he's faithful and just God is faithful and just forgive us our sins since his faithfulness is, is is better explained with the word integrity god has integrity he does not lie so when he tells you come and tell me what is wrong he is faithful to forgive you because he actually sees so when you approach him and say god i'm sorry this is it and all of that he forgives he's faithful and just that is he keeps to his word to forgive our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness so God actually forgives you and God has actually forgiven you he knows that he will forgive you that is what Ephesians 1 was trying to buttress that is from before the foundations of the world God has declared you holy and without being so you are free of sin God does not hold your sin against you anymore that is what he said blessed is the man unto whom the Lord imputed Unto whom the Lord imputed not iniquity, and in and in whose spirit there is no God. That is, God is not holding anything against you anymore. One of the questions I know that might want to creep up our mind is uh, this scenario that we all like to paint. It's actually a real life thing. It is not fake. It is not fake. It is not a fictional scenario. I am sure that this question has been asked a couple of times. What if I keep going back to that sin? Will God still forgive me? You know, the guilt tends to pile up. It tends to become more concentrated when it's something that we go back to over and over again. Be full of joy. Be consoled by these words that I'm about to say. The truth of the matter is that God will always forgive you. God has forgiven you. Do you hear what I said? Ephesians chapter 1 buttresses, emphasizes on the fact that God knew he was going to forgive you. God had declared, God had intended in his mind 
to call you holy and without blame. Do you know what that means? I know that God does not joke around with his word. The Bible says that the word of God will not go without fulfilling the purpose for which it was spoken. So if we believe that part of God, then we need to believe this part that says that God had declared us holy and without blame from the foundations of the world. So God knew he was going to forgive you. I understand the frustration in having to like keep doing something and it feels like you don't mean what you say. You know, when you tell someone now that don't worry, it's going to happen again and it happens again. I begin to look at you weird like, uh-uh. Are you taking me for a fool or something? Like, you said this thing before. You said it was not going to happen. You said it won't repeat itself. But it just did. People tend to flare up. But like I said, God cannot be compared with man. Even the Bible says that God is not man that he should lie. I understand the effect that these frustrations have on us as people. But the truth is, God will always forgive you. Remember, again, the focus is not on going wild and free with sin. These are real life situations. I understand that people have people go through this almost every day of their lives where they eventually give up actually like they give up on god's behalf and say at this point god is tired of me actually i know that god is tired of me like nobody can tell me otherwise but i'm here to tell you otherwise and this is not to make you feel good this is the very truth of god's word god will always forgive you god will always forgive you because what the father wants is salvation for you what the father wants is for you to be whole completely in every ramification into the deep deep heart of your heart god wants to reach out and touch it and make sure it is healed and whole bible says that i wish above all things that you prosper even as your soul prospered that is those deep parts of your heart where you think nobody sees those deep and dark places that you do not even understand yourself god is saying i see and it is it is my interest to actually reach out to that place and make it whole so god will always forgive as long as you come and if you stay with him if you stay with him he will help you pull through and those things will become incidences of the past god is really interested it doesn't matter how much you come just keep coming the only mistake that we can make is staying back like i said giving up on god's behalf and saying oh god might be dead by now please i don't want to upset him or something no your father is ever ready to forgive you if he will wait for the world to be saved you know the bible says that it is god's desire that all men all men be saved and come into the knowledge of truth so if he will wait patiently till all men come do you think he would give up on forgiving you if you think so i'm here to bust your bubble no he wouldn't your father your father is ever ready he's so full of love ever ready to forgive you know a friend was asking me one time and he said what if you kill someone will god still forgive you i don't know my i don't know is not an answer to that i actually know yes god will forgive you but saying i don't know i'm trying to paint a picture you know romans chapter 8 talks about 
the things that cannot separate us from the love of God. He listed so many, so many mind-blowing things. So many mind-blowing things. So as long as God is still is God is still in love with you, which is a forever thing, in case you don't know. As long as God is still in love with you, then God will forgive you. Oh, God's intention is that you are whole. It will so come after you. It will so come after you. It will so come after you. So come after you until everything falls into place. So don't make this longer. Just be ready. Like make things quick so you can enjoy the ride with your father. Don't allow guilt. Do not allow guilt. You are forgiven. That is who you are. You equals forgiven. You are forgiven. When we talk about forgiveness, when we talk about the blessedness of the man upon whom God will not impute sin, you are the one in question. I know sometimes that it's hard to see ourselves in that position. We, we, we do not believe it. But have you heard of that phrase, say it till you believe it? That is what you should do. That's one of the things that the Bible means when it when it said in Joshua chapter 1, verse 8, that you should meditate upon these words day and night. Meditate upon them day and night. Tell yourself, I am forgiven. If you have to open to that scripture, Psalm 32, from verse 1 and 2, Ephesians chapter 1, just read those scriptures. Tell yourself, Colossians chapter 1, from verse 13 to 14, Psalm 103, verse 8, speak those words over yourself. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, tell yourself, I, Jumoke, am forgiven. Because the word of God, which is true, says in Ephesians chapter 1, from verse 4, that before the foundations of the world have been declared holy and blameless before God in love, speak 1 John chapter 1, verse 9 over yourself, says that the Bible says that if I confess my sins, God, who does not lie, is faithful and just to forgive me my sins and cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Speak Psalms 32 verse 1 over yourself. Speak it till it makes sense to you, till you see that you are that one who God is talking about in his word, because indeed it is you. Like I said, David saw into this time, saw into this dispensation, saw that we will be that one who God will not hold against. He will not hold our sins against us. Our sins will not cause, they will no longer cause a barrier. That our fellowship with God will be smooth. That there will be no guilt in our lives. That there will be no despair. That there will be no hopelessness and depression. That we will understand that our Father's arms are ever wide open. Speak these words over yourself. You are forgiven. Nothing will ever change that nothing 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 it is high time that we learn to speak these words of ourselves that is why the word of god is there that it becomes our reality who are you you cannot be separated from your name if i'm asked who are you I tell them, I, my name is Olafimiho Olajumoke Oluwatosi. When that name is called, I stand. 
except something happens maybe a clone a brain wipe or any of those things that happen in movies except any of those things happen to me then when when that name is called i no longer answer but your identity in christ is a forever thing it is who god the creator of the universe says you are so it is unchanging it is unchanging until that time when that be that be a a a a a word or an event name it that will separate us from the love of god that is when we should begin to fear that these things that the word of god says say we are that's when we should begin to fear that they no longer hold but as long as the love of god stands sure as long as his love is new every morning then you should not be scared let nothing shake you let nothing cause you to waver let nothing cause you to feel guilt because you are forgiven and nothing can change that maybe if any one of you listens to this you, you have a list of things to tell me a list of sins that you've listed out let me see that list send it to me let's talk about it but my answer to you will remain that nothing takes away the forgiveness of God from you nothing you can't miss that chance God is faithful and just to forgive us faithful and just faithful and just it is God in God's intention that we live in joy and peace that you can walk on the road and you you are excited you are filled with joy things may not seem to add up but Sometimes these little things matter. Like when when the, those thoughts come to your mind and you're like, oh, here we go again. And I can't even do this little thing right, you know. The, le- the devil likes to leverage on those little things. That's why he drops those guilt in our heart. The moment you begin to say, oh, look at me. Me that I cannot even. Is it me that I want to do something this big? It begins to sow a seed of guilt in our heart. And before we know it, we fall into this depressed state this state of despair but god is not excited about that he isn't so from now on tell yourself if you have to look yourself in the mirror do but according to the word of god which is what you live by as god's child you are forgiven and the earlier you believe it the better Trust in God's word. It works. It works. Thank you guys so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you have something to hold on to. I really do hope that you have something to hold on to. Till we meet again on JT's Light and Life. Have hope and be free. Ciao.